everyone. Welcome to Wind Down Wednesdays. I'm your host, Paula Taylor, and this is episode 68. So I wanted to say just a quick thing about last week's show. I've talked about how doing this spiritual work has real-world applications. It has real-world consequences. And last week, my 15-year-old schnauzer was having what we later found out was a medication reaction, but at the time, we didn't know. We thought maybe he was having a stroke, and and so we thought maybe we were going to lose him. And coming to this show and holding the space to do the show as I do every week, being committed to this practice and doing that meditation, guiding that meditation as I did last week, it was a really big gift for me. It allowed me to come out of that fight, flight, or freeze response and back into my body, back into that ease and parasympathetic response to the extent that I could. And and he's doing really well now, and, and it seems like it was just a scare. But I just wanted to express my gratitude for this practice and, again, share that this practice has real-life applications and practical applications. And so sometimes we get into kind of this esoteric and abstract language, but at the end of the day, doing this work helps you live a more grounded life. It helps you be more present and more loving. And and that's really what we're here for at the root of everything. So I want to talk about being true to yourself tonight. And this came out of the first dimensional frequency expansion, which I like to abbreviate as DFE because that's a mouthful, dimensional frequency expansion. So the first DFE class that I did this weekend was amazing. And there were a few things that came out of it that kind of led me to decide that I needed to talk a little bit about being true to yourself. And, and so some of the things that came up as we were, there were, there were eight beautiful souls in this class. And, and so we did a fair amount of talking and sharing before we got into our Emerald activation. And, and there were a few kind of themes that came up that seemed to hold true for most or everyone that was in the circle. And it just really got me thinking about this and, and, and just helped me decide that I wanted to choose this as my topic for this week. So one of the things, one of the themes that came up was this idea that that there were a lot of us who had intentionally or unintentionally, consciously or unconsciously blocked our intuitive flow, our intuition, our flow of information from intuition because it was scary, because we were scared of it, because we were scared of what people would think of us if we talked about it or expressed it. And and so that's a good example of of not being true to yourself. And then there was there were some other things that came up, but one of the other things that stood out to me was um, this idea of kind of isolating yourself because you feel like you're going to be judged or ridiculed for the way that you are, for being true to yourself. So being an empath, some of us tended to to be ver- very introverted and kind of stay in a little bubble because it felt easier, because it it's hard to be out in the world sometimes as an introvert. And I think all of that kind of came back into this idea to me of, of the importance of being true to yourself 
And, and there's some different components to that. You know, there's the component of self-awareness, like some of the things we talked about. And I, one of the things I've talked about on this show and that I talked about a little bit this weekend was that I was a very strong empath growing up. I was very intuitive, but I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand that these really complicated feelings that I was having as like a seven or eight year old were not even my feelings. And, and that's why I couldn't understand them. I just had all these emotions and, and I didn't really know how to cope with them. So that's that component, that idea of having self-awareness. You know, it's hard to be true to yourself if you don't know who you are. And, and so for a lot of us, this life is a journey to figure out who we are. But it's also a deprogramming because what happens is that when we try to express who we are, when we start to express who we are, we get told from various sources, from peers, from parents, from school and, and social in, interactions, that we need to tone it down. We need to dim our light. We've talked about that a lot. You know, we're told that we're not acceptable as we are in some way. And so we start to accept this programming and that programming actually gets internalized. So the the judgment and the ridicule that starts out externally, we've talked about this before as well, it gets internalized and we start to judge and ridicule ourselves. And, and so we start to kind of push down things like this intuitive flow of information that we were talking about in this class this weekend. We start to put ourselves into a box of how we're going to appear uh, that happened to me with music. I was always musically inclined and, and expressing music. And and so I ended up in classical music, which has very strict rules and regulations. And for me, that took the joy out of music. So, so something that was a huge gift of mine that I meant to share with the world kind of got, I walked away from music for years because I, it, it was no longer joyful to me because I wasn't being true to myself. And now I see that my calling was, was really to get into sound healing and, and to use music as a form of healing. But it took me, you know, years of, of developing this self-awareness and then of, of getting the courage up to, to start to express that, to step out of some of those really rigid rules that I had internalized. You know, there's nobody, I don't have a teacher anymore standing there saying, oh, this needs to be this way. You know, that's all internalized. And that those are things I start to tell myself. So it was such a beautiful and supportive environment in this class this weekend. And, and it started me thinking about, you know, what, how important it is to have a place to be yourself without ridicule and judgment externally as, of course, but internally, especially. And I think they're very linked. You know, I think when you get into a situation where you finally feel safe or you finally feel like people understand you and, and the experiences that you have have been shared in some way by another person, then some of that self-judgment can soften. Some of that internal ridicule can release. And, and then we, we can get even deeper into who we really are and start to develop the courage to, to express that. Because that's really what we're here for. You know, we are unique. Each of us has unique gifts and our gifts are absolutely meant to be shared. I just mentioned music. That's a gift that I have that was meant to be shared. But for a lot of years, I didn't share it because 
I internalized those rules to the point that, that I was basically scared motionless. I, I could not express myself because I completely lost, first of all, my connection to the joy that makes that a gift, but also the courage to express it. And, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, but, but also the idea that expressing your gift is not going to get a response from everyone. And, and that's one of the things that really came up in this class. I, this dimensional frequency expansion came to me in through an intuitive conduit, through an intuitive conduit from this other dimension with these amazing beings that communicate with me, that were communicating with me actually in the class as people were asking me questions and stuff. And, and that's scary. That's weird. You know, there's not a lot of other words for that. That is something that could sound a little bit strange. And so to be in this really supportive environment where where not only were people responsive and open to what I was saying, but but many of them had had similar experiences of these kind of expansive experiences, you know, of, of receiving information from other dimensions, from, you know, this intuitive guidance. And... And so it got me just really realizing that it's time for us to start expressing that. It's time for us to be courageous and, and to tap into our gifts. You know, one of my gifts is that intuitive flow. But first of all, I didn't know what it was. It took me years to figure out what was going on and where all this information was coming and, and to not just be so overwhelmed that I, I couldn't even handle it. But it's also, that's something that's, it's becoming more socially acceptable. But, you know, we really have a fairly rigid society still. When I was thinking about this topic right before I, I sat down to do the show, I was thinking about my hair and how I've talked about my the purple in my hair. It took me years to put this purple in my hair. And that seems like a fairly simple thing. But I work in healthcare. I still work in healthcare. And it's not widely acceptable in healthcare because I guess if you have fun hair, I don't know, the assumption is that you don't know what you're doing. Same thing with tattoos. You know, if you have visible tattoos, it might make people nervous because you're not, what, a good nurse because you had some art put on your body. I mean, those are the kind of things, those are the kind of external rules and judgments and ridicules that we internalize. And it starts at such an early age that it can really take years to kind of deprogram that. And it can take finding this safety externally. You know, I am here to create a safe space for whoever watches this show. I want you to know that I see your uniqueness, that I recognize that you have unique gifts, and I want you to express those gifts. The world needs you to express those gifts. The world needs us to start standing up and letting go of fear and and we need to recognize, again, that not everybody's going to respond to that. And that's okay. That's one of the reasons we are unique. Because my unique gift might attract 10 people and somebody else's might attract 10 different people. And in that way, these gifts ripple out and change the world. That's one of the other things we talked about in this class was the idea that as you expand within your own self energetically, emotionally, mentally, as you become larger and more and more loving, that ripples out and, and it ripples out to the people immediately around you and it ripples out to the people around them and around them and around them. So 
this work that we do on ourselves is really work that we're doing for all of humanity. And the more of us that start to do this, the more of us that stand up and say, hey, I have this gift of intuitive guidance, of intuitive knowledge. I have this gift of feeling energy and and I have this gift of being able to be loving, which all of these things are actually things that can be learned. But the way we express these things is unique. The way they come to us, this dimensional frequency expansion, as far as I know, no one else is doing that right now because it just came to me in a unique way. And it doesn't mean it's better or worse than anything else. It means that I meant to share it so that the people that respond to that can start elevating and purifying and clarifying their frequencies for more harmony and more love because that's really what all of this is about at at the bottom of this that's the other thing i figured out in this class and after kind of dialoguing with some people afterwards was that these frequencies are just frequencies of love there's frequencies of heart love and the emerald activation there is a frequency of of mind love in amethyst the onyx is body love and then selenite is this universal unconditional love that we then go on to share so the more people that get these activations, the more people that start to expand and clarify their frequencies of love on these different levels of our being, the more that ripples out into the world. And that's exactly what the world needs right now. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. I think that was, that's Dionne Warwick, but I think that was written by, um, and the name is going to escape, Burt Bert Backrack. Anyway. What the world needs now and always is love, sweet love. So the other thing that I want to say, and I got really nervous right before I got on here about this, and then I realized I absolutely have to say this because that this is part of this leap of faith. And we're, and we're going to go back to that. I'm, just briefly, I'm going to talk about the steps of that one more time if you haven't seen the last couple shows. So in order to make a leap of faith... You need to step outside of your comfort zone and that takes bravery and that takes vulnerability. And then you need to release that gripping. You need to loosen your grip and then you need to release your attachment to the outcome. And these are difficult steps. And again, as I said, when you share your unique gifts, some people are probably going to look at you and go, yeah, you're crazy and that's stupid. And, and so that's a part of that loosening your grip and releasing your attachment to the outcome is letting go of internalizing that judgment, internalizing that ridicule and recognizing that not everybody is vibrating on your frequency. Not everybody's feeling your vibes. Like literally not everybody's feeling your vibes and that's okay. And, and to not internalize that when somebody, you know, when somebody just says, oh no, thanks. That's not for me. And then you say, okay, that sounds good. And, and not to take that personally, not to take that on, not to be attached to that kind of interaction. And, and, you know, not everybody's going to be nice about it. Sometimes you might share something with someone and, and it takes all this vulnerability. And then, and then they might just say, like I just said, oh, you're crazy. And this is stupid. And, and it's hard not to internalize that. It's hard not to take that on. And it's hard not to anticipate that because no one has said that to me about dimensional frequency expansion as of yet that I have heard. And yet I was afraid to share that. I was afraid to step out there. I was afraid to step out of my comfort zone. And even in this class, that turned out to be the perfect way for me to share this, the perfect group of people in the perfect safe environment 
one of the women in the class at the end said, I hope that you see that you're meant to share this now and that it gives you the courage you need to put this out there. And it absolutely did, but it does take courage. So, so the last thing I want to talk about is, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my body, which I've talked about pretty frequently, but I had a really interesting revelation last night and, and it, it felt like it was connected to all this. And, and again, I got nervous and I'm already, I'm a little bit stalling, so I know I should share it. So I've always had issues with my belly. No matter how much weight I lose, I always carry some weight in my belly. And I've been on this journey of not self-acceptance, of radical self-love, because self-acceptance is not enough, of radical self-love, of loving all the parts of myself and recognizing they're made exactly as they're meant to be made. But I realized last night that I still am kind of clinging to this idea that if I just do enough energetic work, my body's going to somehow change. And, and like this weight that's in my belly is, is just going to naturally release. And there is kind of this idea in the new age community in the energetic community that, that excess weight is energetic holding and it can be. But what I realized last night was that's not necessarily a bad thing. And, and as I was writing my notes today, the, the thing that came into my mind was the idea of pregnancy. So when you're pregnant, your belly grows because you're growing an actual human being. And, and energetically, what the information that came to me last night was that my belly is a repository of beautiful, loving energy. My belly is the area that I call, I call it the cave. And, and sometimes the cave is dark and scary, but the dimensional frequencies come from this beautiful selenite cave. It's not really a physical place, but that's how I see it. And, and now they're in me. Now I am a steward of these energies. I am pregnant with these energies so that I can birth them out and, and share them with the world. And, and so maybe this is exactly the way my body was meant to be. You know, this, this expansiveness in my belly that I have just been trying to hide for years and years and years and years. No matter how thin I got, I was just always trying to hide my belly. And... It was such a huge shift in my thinking and a huge revelation. And, and of course, I've been talking about this. You know, you're made to be exactly as you are. You're perfect exactly as you are. But it takes time for that deprogramming to happen. It takes time to release that old energy, that old pattern of thinking, and, and allow this loving new way of thought to come in to your being. So for me, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm still thinking that there's something wrong with me. I'm still thinking that I, I do enough work on myself. I will change and, and achieve this ideal that I don't know who decided it was the ideal. That's the other thing. You know, I sit here and I say, you are unique and you have unique gifts. And, and part of your uniqueness is your physical uniqueness. Everyone is different. Everyone has, you know, different hair and different skin and different shape. And, and that should absolutely be celebrated. And, and it's time to celebrate that. It's time to celebrate our differences. It's time to celebrate our gifts and to see our differences as gifts. And, and even things like, you know, I was just talking to somebody about able-bodiedness and, and there's also the idea of maybe able-brainedness. That's not really a word, but we call it maybe neurotypical and neurodivergent. 
these are all just gifts. And if we stop seeing things in the, even in the term of able-bodied versus disabled, you know, we have so many gifts. We have so much uniqueness to offer. We just need to soften. We need to soften our judgments of each other, which are really just kind of projections of our judgments of ourselves. And we need to keep stepping into that leap of faith process, which I just like, that is my new steps of everything I go to. I am thinking of these steps, stepping outside of your comfort zone, loosening your grip and releasing your attachment to the outcome. And I've applied it to so many things since it came to me. And, and so that is the last thing that I want to say is that being true to yourself is a leap of faith. And so it takes stepping out of your comfort zone and, and bringing more self-awareness about yourself. Like even last night, you know, I had this huge shift in my thinking and that's new self-awareness and that's a releasing of this gripping. I've been holding on to this idea that I needed to look a certain way for so long. Oh my gosh. If I let that go, how much energy does that free up for me to start sharing my gifts? If I'm not thinking all the time about what my belly looks like, even on the show, I'm always like, oh, how does my belly look on camera? You know, how should I wear this shirt? Maybe not. That's a lot of wasted energy that I could be focused on flow. I could be releasing my grip. I could be sharing my gifts, all the many gifts that I have, because everybody has gifts. And and everybody, it's time for everybody to share their gifts. It's time for us to stop hiding. It's time for us to take that leap of faith, to step out of our comfort zone, to release our holding, to release the expectation of the outcome, and just to be true to ourselves, to be who we are, who we're divinely, uniquely made to be. So tonight's meditation I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen in tonight's meditation. I always say that and then I go on and say, but I have an idea of this. And then, and then sometimes that happens and sometimes not. But what I'd like to do tonight is to really settle into the heart space because that is where a lot of, that is where we're going to get rid of a lot of this gunk that we're still holding on to. I thought I was holding on to gunk in my belly and that's what was making my belly big. I was holding on to gunk in my mind space that was telling me my belly was not okay. So we're going to come into the heart. We're going to connect to that beautiful, divine, universal love that we connect with every week to soften some of those judgments, to release some of that gunk that we're still carrying, that muddiness in our frequency, to bring clarity so that we can just spend a few moments in silence, in presence, being true to ourselves, finding out who we are, bringing some awareness to this idea that underneath this nasty social programming that has been going on for you since the day you were born, Think about the gender programming that's been going on since the day you were born. Somebody maybe handed you a football because you were born with man parts. Somebody handed you a Barbie because you were born with lady parts. Like, there is so much programming. And, and I understand it. You know, humans want, we want things to be orderly. We want to have 
structure. That's that ego fear. It wants to feel like it's in control. And, and that's starting to shift. You know, I've talked before about how gender fluidity is starting to happen. And, and that's a good example of unlearning, of deprogramming these really strict black and white binary beliefs that no longer serve us. And that's one example, but it exists everywhere. You know, this idea that there's an ideal body that you can have, that there's an ideal color that your skin should be. All of that stuff is garbage. And it's time to throw out that garbage and see past all of that surface stuff and get to the heart of of everyone. In the heart of everyone on this earth is unconditional divine love is this spark that makes you divine and when we can see past all of that other stuff and see to that divinity what kind of a world could we build it it could be such a beautiful world and we start with ourselves we start by building that love for ourselves and and being an example of that for other people and so then other people say I want to feel that way I want to feel that good about myself and then it ripples out. And then we have a new, beautiful, more harmonious, clearer, and more expansive world. So let's meditate together. So let's start with a few nice, deep oxytocin breaths, breathing in through your nose, letting your belly float out. Let that nice belly expand, really draw energy into this beautiful repository of, of harmony and light and love. And then sigh that breath out, let that energy dissipate as it's meant to. Don't think about directing that energy tonight. Just breathe in, draw some energy in to the belly, let that belly get nice and expanded. And then as you sigh it out, just let that energy go to whatever part of your body or mind or emotional field needs that energy. Let's do that a few more times, breathing in, really drawing that belly out, letting it get nice and expanded. And then breathing it out, let, letting that energy flow to any part of the body that's calling for it or the mind space. Allowing the top of the head, that crown chakra to open. And now drawing that beautiful universal love and light, that divine energy in through the top of the head. Letting it come through the head and into the brain, into the mind space bringing clarity to the muddiness that we hold in our mental patterns and our old thoughts, bringing new light and flow, allowing that to loosen all of those mental patterns, just letting things release, even if it's just for the next 15 or 20 minutes in this meditation. Allow yourself to loosen in your mind allowing that energy now to flow into the throat center. This is the chakra of our vocation, of our calling. So spending a moment here, allowing this area to loosen, loosening your grip on the throat, maybe moving your neck around. You can vocalize a little bit if you'd like. 
you feel like you need to clear some gunk, maybe you're clearing your throat or coughing a little bit, give your throat permission to be completely free and open. Again, even if it's just for this meditation, you're safe in this space. This is a loving, supportive space. All of the energy that comes into this meditation is beautiful, supportive energy. So there's nothing to worry about in letting yourself loosen and open. Coming now into the heart space, into the physical heart, into the emotional heart, into this beautiful center of divine love and light. Taking a nice deep breath and drawing this beautiful light into the heart. We're going to come back here, but as you sigh it out now, coming down into the belly, the solar plexus, the sacrum, both of these areas, this whole belly area, maybe you're rubbing your belly a little bit, bringing some energy here, bringing some love here. This can be a dark, scary cave for a lot of people. We kind of dump things that we don't want to see, that we don't want to look at in this area. So just draw this beautiful, loving light into this area. Draw some energy here into your cave, into your belly. Loosen the holding here. There's so much holding in this space. I spent 43 years holding my belly in. Let your belly relax tonight. And again, even if it's just for this meditation, give your belly some love. Now drawing this light, this love, this energy down into the hips and the pelvis. This is that first chakra, that safety and feeling of belonging. Live in this area. So really let that loosen up. We spend a lot of time in that fight, flight, or freeze mode. And that perineum, that pelvic floor gets pulled up and it gets so tight we forget how to loosen it. Go ahead and squeeze up on the pelvic floor for a minute like you're doing a kegel and then ah, really relax it as you sigh your breath out. Let's do that again taking a nice deep breath in as you breathe in squeezing the pelvic floor really squeezing those muscles and then ah, relaxing as you breathe out fully letting that pelvic area relax and one more time breathing in and drawing those muscles in and up really squeezing this area and then as you breathe out ah, really letting it relax letting it release and then as you breathe out allow that energy to flow down the thighs and into the knees stay here in the knees for just a moment and really send some love into your knees this is your support system emotionally, physically. Let the energy in your knees loosen up. Maybe you want to move your legs. Maybe you're rubbing, rubbing gentle circles around my knees here. You can do that just to bring energy and awareness into the knees. Really bring the knees some love. Really let this area of your body relax. And then as you're ready, Send that beautiful energy down the lower legs into your ankles and feet. And now let yourself feel really connected to the ground, whatever part of your body is touching the ground here. Let that rich, dark, earthy support 
of our mother the earth come into your body and mingle with this divine light from above just different facets of the same loving energy support from below love from above take another deep breath if you'd like into any remaining areas of tightness or tension in the body maybe move around if it feels good really coming fully present here fully into the body fully into the mind and heart space and now bring your awareness to that heart space you can place your hand here if you'd like that can help kind of bring your attention to this space and direct this loving energy that's flowing through your whole body now into the heart this is an area where we tend to feel like we need to protect ourselves we tend to build shielding or energetic walls Give yourself permission to let those fall, even again, if it's just for this meditation. You're very safe in this space. Nothing can hurt you where you are right now. All of the energy that's coming through on this transmission is loving and joyful and for your highest good. That phrase alone is enough to protect you. Just stating everything that comes to me is for the highest good. Let yourself go really deeply into the heart here, beyond the surface, beyond the body. See if you can find that beautiful spark of joy, that light of divinity that exists within you at all times. Allow this flow of light and love from above to grow that spark into a, a flame or a sun. Let this light grow. Let this heat grow in your chest. Let it start to shine out. Let it start to burn off some of that old programming, some of those thoughts that don't serve you, some of those thoughts that are keeping you from being your true self. Just let this beautiful light of divine love burn away anything that's no longer serving you anything that's blocking you from being your truest self your truest self is your highest self your truest self is here to serve is here to live in joy and love and light feel that now invite that joy to come into your space perhaps you imagine your waterfall of joy flowing in through the top of your head and down through your body perhaps you stepped into that beautiful waterfall of joy and if you're not accessing joy tonight that's okay just set the intention that you invite joy into your heart space As you loosen here, as you let go of your attachment to the outcome, as you let go of this old programming, these old thoughts that no longer serve you, these old emotional energies that you're ready to release, invite your higher self in now, your highest self, your divine self. 
and ask, what can I do to be true to myself? How can I be true to myself? How can I serve the divine? How can I serve the world by being true to myself? What do I need to let go of to be true to myself? What do I need to invite in to be true to myself? How can I love myself more? How can I let go of that old programming that's holding me back from being my true self, from sharing my truest self with those around me? space here for a few last moments asking for intuitive guidance for information about how to be true to yourself about how to release anything that's holding you back from sharing your true self with others be really gentle here this may be just the first baby step in a longer journey and that's okay you can 
back to this meditation. You can come back to this space. Anytime you feel like you need to connect with yourself, anytime you need to remember who you are, you can come to the heart space here and be still and be silent and listen to the beautiful sound of your true self. Connect with that divine spark that makes you uniquely you. As you're ready, very slowly, leaving your heart open for the highest good if you feel like you're ready for that. Start to come back through the body here, letting the top of your head close gently if you'd like, or leaving that open as well for the highest good. Just drawing your awareness again back through the head and neck, through that beautiful divine heart space into your belly, that beautiful luminous cave that holds the energy you can birth into this world. Let that awareness come down into your hips and your pelvis, down through that perineum, through that pelvic floor, into the legs, the knees, the lower legs and feet, coming fully back into your body here. And affirm with me out loud, I am fully present in my body. I am fully present in my body and I recognize my divine spark that makes me unique. I am fully present in my body and I love myself fully. You are a unique light in this world. Share your light. See your light. Let your light be seen. Those who are meant to find you, those who appreciate your light will see it. And they will thank you for showing them the way to finding their own light. As you're ready, you can take one or two more deep breaths. You can use the oxytocin breath if you'd like, or just take gentle deep breaths. Maybe you shrug your shoulders up and relax them down as you breathe out. Start to move your head and neck around. Maybe move your toes and your ankles, your wrists and hands. And as you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. You are a beautiful light and your light deserves to be seen. Be true to yourself and share yourself with others. Make the world a more beautiful place by being who you are, by letting people see your true self. Have a beautiful rest of your night. Have a beautiful rest of your week, and I will see you next week.
for Wind Down Wednesday.